Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to the 47th episode of What the Wealth. This is a podcast to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. My name is Jonathan Bedner. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about qualified charitable contributions, otherwise known as QCDs. And these are taken from retirement accounts. So before we get into that, I need to do a little bit more explaining about RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. RMDs are distributions that the IRS, the government, requires you to take out of your IRA account, any account that you've never paid taxes on. So this would be, you know, 401ks at certain ages, IRAs, and you take these distributions, you're required to start taking distributions at 72. Now that changed a couple of years ago with the SECURE Act. Prior to that, you, you had to start taking distributions by age 70 and a half. And the 70 and a half kind of always threw people for a, a, a hurdle. And so when they updated this in the SECURE Act a couple of years ago, they changed it to age 72. Now, you can certainly take distributions prior to that, before that age, but the IRS, the government requires that to be taken at age 72. Now, frankly, they just want their tax revenue off of it. It's never been taxed. They want their taxes, their, their income. So what some people do is instead of taking that RMD and paying themselves, they'll actually donate that RMD through a a financial planning strategy known as a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. And the reason that some people do that is because they don't necessarily need the income from their IRA. They've got you know, pension and social securities, or maybe they're a lot of times people are still working, they're older and they're still working. So maybe they're still working. But for a number of different reasons, a lot of people may not need the income. Maybe they they have enough income from social security and pension, and maybe some other accounts that they don't need the retirement income from their IRA. So the qualified charitable distribution is a way to, and this is also really good for people that have that philanthropic mindset that want to be to donate, want to be giving, want to be providing and helping others. So if you have that mindset, this is a strategy um, that you can use. If you're not of age, then maybe this is something you could bring up to your parents and, or grandparents and see if they're doing this, if they know about it, because this is really handy. And we we help a lot of clients of our own do do this strategy. So back to what I was saying was. This QCD will be a uh, satisfy that RMD payment. So what you'll do is you would take that distribution instead of taking the, let's just say it's $25,000 that you're required to take out of your IRA for the year. Instead of taking that $25,000 and putting it into your account and then you donating that to a charity, you can take the distribution straight from the IRA and move it to the charity via a, a third-party check. So 
you know, the custodian would, instead of sending you the check to put in your account and then you writing a check to send to the charity, the custodian, who's the people that hold the account, would be sending a check directly from the account to the charity. And that kind of takes you out of the picture, but it does a couple of things. It satisfies the RMD. So you get to check the box and satisfy that you actually took your required minimum distribution. Even though you didn't physically take it, it still came out of the account. So that satisfies that checkbox. It satisfies your desire to donate to some charity. If that is something that you're passionate about that you do throughout your time anyway, your 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 year, your years. Um, if you're charitably inclined, that, that checks that box. So the other thing that this does is it actually helps you from a tax standpoint. It can not necessarily reduce your taxes per se, but it can it can keep your taxes down because you're not having to claim that RMD distribution as income. So normally when you take a $25,000 required minimum distribution from your IRA or 401k and put it into your bank account, then you pay taxes on that $25,000. And if you start to add maybe additional earnings from work, pension, social security, and now this RMD, those things all add up as ordinary income and, and will decide once you add all that up where you fall in the tax bracket and what your taxes will be. Well, by making this qualified charitable distribution straight from the IRA to the charity, you don't have to claim that 25000 as an example in this case, as income on your taxes, on your tax return. So you, you hold your income down, you satisfy a charitable gift, and you satisfy the RMD. So you've got kind of this triple win for tax planning, for charitable contributions, and satisfying the RMD. And, you know, there's a, there's a really big impact here for, you know, trying to keep those taxes as low as possible, because that starts to trickle into other things like, you know, your Medicare premiums, uh, if, you're, if you're older than 65, it will impact estimated taxes that you'll pay for the following year. I mean, this is kind of a ripple effect on, on, on what your income taxes will be. So utilizing the strategy, if it makes sense, is, is key. Now, there's a couple of things to remember. The maximum that you can use or utilize for a calendar year is $100,000. So you can only do QCDs from these type of accounts uh, up to $100,000 for a year. So if you if your RMD is $120,000, number one, you got to have a very, very large IRA for that to happen, but it, they do happen. So if you got to take $120,000 out and you want to do the QCD, well, you're only going to get benefit of the QCD for up to $100,000. The other $20,000, you can still donate to charity if you want, but you're going to end up paying taxes um, or it's going to fall onto your tax return when you file your taxes. So you want to be uh, cognizant of that $100,000 threshold when you're doing this. The other thing to, to think about is, is that when you make these charitable contributions, they have to be made basically directly to a charity. You cannot, you cannot use the distributions to fund 
a foundation or a donor advised fund or anything like that. I mean, you, you, you essentially need to fund directly to your church, directly to a, you know, a children's hospital or, or any kind of charity that you would support, but it's got to go directly to the cause It can't go to some other kind of charitable account that you've, you've created. So those are some things to consider and think about. This is big towards the end of the year. Uh, people really kind of get in this gifting mindset over this last 30 and 60 days of the year, especially probably right around Thanksgiving and through the end of the year, we start to really think about, you know, charities and causes that we want to support. So this is a great way if you are 70 and a half or older and you're, you know, required to take those RMDs, required minimum distributions to donate to charity, but do it in a tax efficient way while still satisfying that RMD if you're 72. So if, if, this is something that you're interested in or you want to learn more about, you're happy to, to reach out to me. My email is jonathan at whatthewealth.com. And, and I'm happy to answer any additional questions you have. If this is, if you're not old enough for this strategy, maybe this is just a question over kind of the holiday time period to ask your family, if their advisor has done this, or if they do investments themselves, if they're doing this type of strategy, uh, because there's a lot of strategies that that you can use in personal finance to to accomplish some of the objectives you want to accomplish, and this is just one of those kind of arrows that would be in your quiver. So, again, if you're not old enough to employ the strategy, maybe ask some some of your your relatives your trusted contacts, you know, the people that you truly care about that are old enough for this, your grandparents, and see if they're utilizing a strategy like this. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Again, this is episode 47. If you have questions, you can email me at jonathan at whatthewealth.com. I'm happy to take questions that you have. And, and if there's questions I can answer on the show, I'd be happy to do that. If you have some more personal questions and you just want to talk to me, I'm happy to do that as well. So again, thank you for listening to episode 47 of the What the Wealth podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. Hug your family. Tell them you love them. We will talk to you on episode 48. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.